Hey man, Dr. Greg Popchak here, and this is episode 22 of the Bedatitudes podcast. And today we're looking at being a peacemaker with your children. You know, we're looking at the Bedatitude, blessed are the men, blessed are the dads who are peacemakers. Um, and as you've seen, you know, in the, in the previous two podcasts on this topic, we always start first with our relationship with our Heavenly Father, and how does that Bedatitude order our relationship with Him? Second, we talk about how this Bedatitude orders our relationship with our wife. And then finally, we talk about our relationship with our kids, and that's what we're doing today. Looking at the Bedatitude, blessed are the dads who are peacemakers in relationship to our children. Uh, and how that orders our relationship within our family. So as you know by now, because we've talked about this already, that being a peacemaker, um, according to St. Augustine, means um, facilitating the tranquility that results from right order. So having an orderly household. Now, having an orderly household doesn't just mean a household that does what you want it to do. Um, it means creating a flow in the household with with rituals, and routines. Let's start with creating rituals. Um, it's important for dads to take point in creating a warm and loving family life by establishing and protecting the rituals that families need for working, playing, talking, and praying together every day. And when we often, when we think about family life, a lot of times as men, we think that it's our wife's job to make those things happen, to be the heart of the home. And she can certainly play an important part in making those things happen. And we should certainly listen to what her suggestions and ideas are. Um, but it's really our job as it, to be heads of household, if you will, to, to cultivate the kind of dynamic that we want in our homes. And that orderly dynamic doesn't mean just enforcing rules. It, it means building a structure, building a home uh, that, that, that has the, the, if you will, the four walls of working, playing, talking, and praying together. And when we build that, that home, that's what ultimately allows there to be warmth in our families. If you have a family that doesn't work, play, talk, or pray together on a regular basis, on a daily basis, your home is kind of cold. Um, you end up, it, it, it's, it's sort of a, you know, a place where people hang out, but not really relate. Uh, and when we aren't relating to each other, th there isn't that, that, that intimate connection that we need with our wife and with our children in order to lead. Uh, because, you know, there's a saying in parenting that rules without relationship equals rebellion. Uh, and that's true about rituals too. You know, households without rituals lead to the sort of rebelliousness in the home where everybody's out for themselves doing their own thing. When we work to create and establish strong, healthy rituals and routines in the home, that's what creates a current through the household that carries everybody along and communicates expectations so that we're all on the same page. But let's start with, with this idea of creating rituals of connection and why it's important. You know, um, in order to make rituals happen, as, as heads of household, we need to establish that family time needs to come first. And that can be hard for us because, you know, as men, we, we want our kids involved in sports and in lots of activities. We want to see them shine out there in the world, and that's great. Um, but unfortunately, a lot of those activities um, have developed to the point where they're competing with family life, not supporting family life. And as Catholic men in particular— we can't outsource um, all the time that we could be getting with our kids. Let me, let me rephrase that. When we outsource the time that our kids have with to, to coaches and extracurricular activities, teachers and, and whatever you have it, 
What we're doing is we're saying those people are more important to listen to than I am. Right? Because you, I'm, I'm, I'm sending you away from me to go spend time with them. So I want you to listen to them more than I want you to listen to me. Right? So when we sign up our kids for all those activities and we don't prioritize family time first, we're saying those relationships, those activities, those things are more important than family life and your relationship with me and your willingness to hear what I have to say. I want you to go spend time with them and listen to them, not me. And then we complain that our kids don't listen to us, but we're undermining uh, our, our efforts to get that, 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 that relationship, that connection and that obedience, because we keep outsourcing our kids, uh, to, to other people. And the more we do that, the more we undermine the peace in our home because we teach our kids not to listen to us. And that, that's not what we mean to do. We, we want them to shine and succeed in the world. They can only really do that if we are in a place where we can give them guidance and we can only be in a place where we can give them guidance if they are spending the majority of their time with us. I, I, and I realize that you have to go to school and those sorts of things. But I mean, the time outside of school, if they're not spending that time with us, we don't have influence and then we don't have peace. Right? So that's number one. As a family, you want to make sure that you are prioritizing family time. That is, by the way, the very first practice in the right of Christian relationship in the Liturgy of Domestic Church Life. The idea that by prioritizing family relationships and creating space for us to create connection, that is what is turning our kids' hearts to us so that we can form them and shape them and lead them to God. The less time we have with our kids, the less we can form them, the less we can shape them, and the less likely it is that we'll lead them to God because we're sending them to the other people that we want them to listen to more because those people and those relationships and those commitments are more important than their commitment to their family. So once we've established that idea that family time is the most important thing, what do we do with it? Right? We don't, we don't want to say, okay, you can't do things because uh, you want to have to sit around the house and watch me watch my smartphone. Right? We want to create rituals and routines, rituals for working, playing, talking, and praying together every day. And that doesn't mean creating new things for your kids to do or your family to do. You're already busy, right? How about doing the things you already do differently? You know, for example, if you want to create a work ritual, chances are somebody does the dishes already. Why not wash them together? Or if you're cleaning up the family room, clean it up together. Uh, if you're folding laundry, fold it together. You don't have to do all the chores together, but pick one or two that you guys are going to do on a daily basis to, to show that you can work together and show up for each other and really be that team. You know, speaking of teams, you know, if your kids are involved in sports, you know, it's not just about showing up for the games, right? It's about showing up for the practices and the meetings and the, the booster things and the, and the, the dinners and the gala, what, all, all, all the stuff that goes along with being on a team, because it's all about building the relationship, not just showing up for game day. Unfortunately, too many families just try to show up for game day. They don't, they don't have time or they don't make the time to do all the other things they need to do to be a family. And then you call the kids together and say, okay, now it's time to do this project. And everybody groans and grumbles and rolls their eyes and drags their feet because you're not working. Well, you're not used to working together as a family because you don't do the other things together that a family does that a good team does. You know, if, if the coach just said, Oh, you don't have to come to practice and you don't have to come to the meetings and you don't have to sell the, you know, the popcorn or you don't have to come to the other things and you just show up on game day, you'd have a mess on your hands. And that's how most of us direct our families. We have a mess on our hands because we don't put in the time. We don't create those opportunities to connect around working and playing and talking and praying. So you create a work ritual, right? By taking some task that you already do as individuals and you do it together. 
uh, a play ritual. It could be anything, you know, from walking the dog together and just taking that walk to having a, a, sh- a short game night every night of a couple of hands of Uno or some other game that you enjoy that maybe it's 15 minutes. Maybe you don't play the whole game. You know, it's okay to take a game over a couple of days. Say, you know, one of our favorite games is Ticket to Ride. Lots of people play that game. It's where you make connections with little trains uh, where they have different versions of the game. But, you know, let's say you have 15 minutes a day to play it. And you you take it and you play it 15 minutes a day. And at the end of the week, you you know, you, you, you have a winner finally. But it's the point is you're putting in the time to play that game uh, or to do that thing. If there are things you already enjoy doing, um, do them together. You know, make a play, make some space for that. Talking together, you know, use your dinner time to have conversations about things that don't naturally occur. Like, how did God show up for us today? Were there any answered prayers? What do we need to do to be a better team and take care of each other tonight? Uh, thorns and roses, the highs and lows in the given day. Um, actually, one of the members of uh, Catholic Home uh, shared that they do high-low buffalo, which is share one great thing that happened in the day, the high, the one sad thing that happened today, the, the low or hard thing that happened, and one silly thing that happened today, the buffalo. So I thought that was cute. Um, but that's a talk ritual, right, where you're having the opportunity to connect around things that you don't normally talk about. And then, of course, the prayer rituals. Um, you know, at Catholic Home, we're all about making God another member of the family and making sure that you're bringing him with you throughout the day. So prayer rituals don't just include include family prayer time, which it should. It should include a nightly prayer time, even if that's a brief thing, or using our our praise framework that I've talked about before, or that you can learn more about in the DIY videos under the rituals section uh, in that that section of the app. Um, But but the point is making, making God part of it, you know, praising him when good things happen out loud and asking the kids to join you in that. If they're struggling, making sure that you're praying over them. You know, blessing them every day, making the sign of the cross on their foreheads every time you give them a hug. You know, making God part of those experiences are all prayer rituals that that anchor your family in faith. Um, and 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 while we're talking about it, I just want to touch a little bit on the idea of routines. You know, routines mean that you do a certain thing at a certain time on certain days every day. You know, so for example. Uh, morning routines and bedtime routines that they go in a certain order. Like chances are as adults, you know, you, if you timed yourself getting ready in the morning, you know, you'd probably brush your, your teeth for the same amount of time on Monday as you do on Tuesday, as you do on Wednesday, you'd, you know, you'd shave, it would take you as long to shave on Monday as it would on Tuesday and on Wednesday, it would take you as long to get a shower. You know, the, the, we're, we're ritualized. We're, we're, we're routinized, if you will. Uh, and we just kind of go along with the flow. Well, our kids need to learn that. We can't just say, okay, go get ready for bed or go get ready for school. They don't have that built into them. That has to come through hundreds and thousands of, of repeated practices. And so by creating routines, that's what enables us to establish that flow that carries us along without somebody having to yell at us to do it. Same thing with other things like, you know, cleaning the room or, or doing the laundry or, you know, getting their stuff in the, the hampers, you know, making sure that those things happen every day um, so that on a particular schedule, because a lot of times what will happen is that as adults, we just let things pile up until we say, oh, my gosh, there's so much laundry here. Oh, my gosh, there's so, so many dishes or so many. You know, we need to go do that now. Go clean that up, you know. Get on the yard and do that. And, and, and we let it pile up instead of creating a routine where, okay, on Mondays we do this, and on Tuesdays we do that, and on Wednesdays we do this. And everybody just knows it. You know, whether we're talking about the morning routine or the daytime routine or the chore routine or the bedtime routine, having an order that, go, that just carries everybody along. They know they're supposed to have 
this thing done by this time on this day, and it just happens. And the more we as fathers are able to take point in making that happen and being on top of it, the more we are creating a peaceful household by establishing those that the time to be a family in the first place, building in rituals of connection around working, playing, talking, and praying that teach a Christian worldview toward work and leisure and relationship and faith, and creating good routines that establish a current that runs through the household, that carries the whole family along instead of us just suddenly announcing, okay, now it's time to do chore X, and everybody rolls their eyes and grits their teeth and, 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 and drags their feet. You know, the more we, are, as fathers, take point in establishing time, creating rituals, and creating routines, the more our households will be peaceful because they will exhibit the tranquility that results from the right order we've built into our homes. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Bedatitudes podcast. If you have more questions about this, check out the DIY routines section and rituals section in the, on the app or ask us some questions on the Home Builders Forum. My whole team is ready to take your questions and happy to respond and support you as you build your Catholic household on mission. Thanks for tuning in, dads. God bless.